0: I'm done with this. I've
1: never seen someone hurt themselves while blowing bubbles. (laughs) I'm fine. Never seen someone injure themselves that way. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. I am your host, Josh, with Seth. Seth. Two different sets today, and that's it. Uh, Today, our topics are satellite, internet, disinformation, stem cells, space, and everything in between. Let's get going. Um, Okay, so I wanted to talk about satellite internet. Not necessarily, like I said to you guys before, but not the technology, but just the idea behind it.
0: And Um, when you say that, you mean not... Because we have satellite internet, but you mean yeah.
1: so? E- yeah, let me. I guess I'll explain. Elon Musk wants to by twenty twenty four. I think. Hang on, I have the article right here. Twenty twenty seven. Um, he wants to surround the Earth with a thing called Starlink, which is going to be a system of satellites that allows everybody on the planet to access internet. Because there's still places on on the Earth that you know you can't get internet, or you have right. ridiculously slow internet, or um, some variation there. They're called
2: Kansas. They're called
1: Kansas. <laughs> And then, you know, there's, I mean, there's third world countries who just do, they have no information, no internet at all.
0: And they have no infrastructure for it.
1: Yeah. And there's no way to do it. Or uh, researchers, you know, out in like the Amazon or in Antarctica, Antarctica, that's hard to say. No, it's not. No, it's not hard to say. Um, Antarctica. Like they have to go through extensive like stuff. They have to have like big rigs and all these things set up to where they can get on the internet because they do get on the internet because they live stream. Like international space International Space Station has internet also but it's you know very lagged and hard to use um, so this would be in theory something that would give the entire planet high-speed internet um, to literally anybody who has a device that can access the internet
0: except for probably in some places where it probably wouldn't reach but yeah. in, I would have to imagine there's still <clears throat> gaps that
2: there's
1: somewhere. limitations
0: yeah. probably in like some mountain ranges there's probably areas right. that they're just difficult to get a signal to.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would think that it wouldn't work like in caves, right, or maybe deep valleys, um, but I don't see why it wouldn't work. Because GPSs work on top of mountains, huh. and that's the same concept. Although, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what the 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 breakdown is there. Like what, how they're magically shooting the internet to your phone?
0: It's not internet with GPS.
1: That's true. Well, no. What I'm saying. Oh. Like. like that's a. Right. Sci- he it's doesn't a global know st- the difference between. I don't yeah, know what I, I don't know or whatever. Like how how like, GPS I mean, ping- well GPS just, is pinging, isn't
0: it? It's just data. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's just it's just magic, magic beans. Space magic. Space magic. Anyway, but I uh, I want to talk about the idea behind it. Like, do you guys think that that's something that we should do, shouldn't do? Does everybody is is it a universal right, universal human right at this point?
2: I mean, no, but
0: it's getting there. Okay. Like it, it will be there. It depends and. I think it depends on where you are and what your society like how dependent your society is on it
2: right like if we focus on America since that's where we all live and best where country we in the most, world where we have the most uh, experience to say it I mean it absolutely is a necessity at this point like, like almost hu- all human
0: right I don't know but like is it
2: it's a necessity it's a necessity yeah. mm. So like almost all job applications, even if you go physically to the store, and say I want to apply for a job here. Uh-huh. They're gonna say, "Okay, go apply online." Some places, like I know at Target, you can do that in the store. Yeah, they have
0: kiosks. Kiosks, but you literally like you can't just like fill out a piece of paper. You have to go online and do something there. And the majority of the service industry and um, well, m- most other industries require it for their daily activities. Right. I mean, you ha- you're always doing something that either directly uses the internet or. You're talking to a team that then sends something over the internet. And it just like for for a
2: vast majority of jobs now, like you're required to be connected in some way, available to like be talked to either cell phone or email. So
1: I mean my job, we can't we can't do our job without the internet. Right. Like we literally just shut down and wait for the IT guy to come and fix
0: it. Neither can neither can we. You're literally an IT firm though, right? No. I mean Sort of. Th- I, work for an, I work for an, an I T firm. firm, but <laughs> I work at like a plant where they build air conditioners, mm-hmm. and we require the internet.
1: York, yes, yeah.
0: so, interesting.
1: He's a York man. Um, yeah. How long have you been working at York since October? How are the peppermint patties?
0: Wonderful, fresh off the line, still hot. Wait, what? <laughs>
1: um, okay. So Seth, you said that it is not like a basic right elaborate
2: well i don't Mm. rights are a very tricky thing Mm. to
0: talk about and like it's not something that is technically required to sustain life Mm -hmm. like it is something that makes life easier and it's you know it makes a lot of jobs a lot easier and they depend on it But can those things still technically be done without the internet? For a lot of them, the answer is still yes. It just becomes a lot harder. And it's not something that if you don't have, you're going to have, like, well, I guess it still depends on the country. If you don't have it, it's not going to, like, impede you from being able to live.
1: Is that true, though? So take North Korea, for example. They have the internet, and I'm using air quotes because it's really like a, a nationwide intranet that is controlled 100% by one server that the government owns. And they're limited to the websites they can go to, the social media they can do, because they, they have like their own government-sponsored social media. They don't have like right. Facebook or whatever, because that's banned. Um, and the people of the country at large don't know what's going on in the world because they have no access to it. And I'm not saying that necessarily that they can't live because of it, but they're certainly... Not being th- given information. That's
0: a little bit of a different case because th- it's not necessarily that they don't have anything. It's that they are being manipulated into having something that provides only the information they want it to. I'm, I'm talking about people who live out in the middle of nowhere with no internet whatsoever. Mm. Like they have no technology like that, Not even a government sponsored one. Okay. Which, I mean, probably a lot of countries probably do have government-sponsored media platforms. Yeah. And I actually
2: also think, um, like, smartphones have helped in this tremendously. Even, like, cheaply available smartphones. There's a a whole group. Spread the internet, like, amazingly to remote areas. Yeah,
1: for sure. I was actually going to go back to North Korea. But there's this group that, like, gets smartphones loaded with information. Like, smartphones and USB drives loaded with, like, news and videos and... Um, like p- global politics and stuff, like into North Korea, so that they can actually like keep up on yeah.
0: huh, what's going what's
1: on. Happened. Anyway, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, smartphones have made a huge difference. Like, a lot of people don't even like Jameson doesn't even he has a Kindle that we let him use like at bedtime, and he calls it his computer because he can get on like limited yeah. YouTube and watch videos that we've approved. You know, um, but like even that's something that's just like ten years ago, not even ten years, five years ago wasn't really a thing. I guess iPads were a thing, but.
0: I'm starting to get talked into believing that it is a human right now. <laughs> yeah. So in what I was trying to say earlier
2: about it, not being a right is like, so one I'd have to say, uh, since I'm on chase's microphone today and he's not here, I have to be in <laughs> instead at least a little bit. Okay. So there are, there's a difference between like negative rights and positive rights. Right. Mm-hmm. So like a negative right is something no one else can do to you. Right. Like imprison you or whatever. Your right to freedom in that way. Um, can't control what you say that's one of the most important ones with the first amendment right mm-hmm. yeah um positive rights are like much more controversial i'll just say that like stuff not that, everyone agrees that they should be labeled rights so stuff that you have the right to do right or have access to so like the right to health care is one that you know democratic politicians are very in favor of whereas people on the other side say no that's not a right what are you talking about this is a right So whereas Democrats would say that's necessary for your right to live, right? Like that's part of it to have Mm -hmm. access to this. And then there's also like right to affordable housing. And then the right to the internet would be something like this. That's what we would call a positive right. Something that has to be provided. So yeah, I mean, I think I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of talking myself into that. It is, it should be a right in that sense. It's so necessary to our society.
1: Yeah, and that was my point. Um, and that's why I've like I've been on the side of it's a human right for a while now. Just because we've become, like, a, the internet and technology in general it has become an extension of humanity at this point. Now, we can go a whole different route with that if you guys want later with, like, AI and stuff and how that's going to yeah. go. But at this moment... But, yeah, moment,
2: like, the communication of it, like, it is. It's definitely an extension of us.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's become something that's beyond, like... I don't know beyond one person's control, which is really why net neutrality is important. Um, but that's a whole other whole other topic in general. Right. But um, yeah, it's it's no longer what it was. Like I would say, like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, maybe not. You know, that's it would have been different. But the the more I guess cyberspace infrastructure we develop, the more important it becomes for everyone to be able to access that.
0: I guess that brings us back to the satellite internet. <coughs> Like, whether or not we think it should be, whether or not there's any downsides to it.
2: By the way, I would um, back up and say that there are places where, um, like, internet is freely available, like, through Mm -hmm. a whole city. So, which is wild for us to think about, but you can build that infrastructure. But, yeah, for sure.
0: Google's done it a couple times. There are some places where it is like that and it is pretty much free or close to it. But it's heavily regulated in like what can be on it. Like if you look at South Korea, yeah. South Korea, South Korea, they have some of the fastest, they have some of the best internet infrastructure in the entire world, if not the best, and probably the fastest internet in the world. But like the, their government has a pretty tight hold on stuff, on like what can and cannot be seen. And from my understanding, it's not like. The same as in North Korea, you know, where it's all, you know, positive messages about the government or else they'll kill you. <laughs> it's just, it's but it's still like heavily regulated.
1: Well, I mean, but OK, so China has an incredibly regulated regulatory Internet. I can't talk today. Um, like there's whole like chunks of Facebook are banned and like there was a whole reason people were jumping on the Google hate wagon a little while back was because they were helping them uh,
0: enforce. What was it? They were helping to build a search engine.
1: Yeah. They were essentially like
2: enforcing their censoring through their search results. That's right. It was. Yeah. 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 If, and then and Google's
1: right. excuse was if we don't help them do it, they're just going to do it anyway. Right.
2: They're just going to rip off our technology.
1: And yeah. And so build it's like, own ah. like, and, and that's one of those things where it's, it really is like a world full of gray areas because they're not wrong. Like that's exactly what would happen. But do you... Right, you but
2: still, there still is a difference to, like, taking a positive
0: step to help them do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So.
1: Yeeting it to them, if you will.
0: Yeet. In the vernacular of the times. <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think it's going to be interesting when we have internet, like, stars from... This is going to go on the pop culture side of it, I guess. But, you know, like, little countries that have never had any kind of infrastructure, you know? Internet, like little islands out in the Pacific that don't have any kind of real tele- telecommunication that's not like super slow, you know? I don't yeah. know. Didn't really go anywhere with that point, but.
0: Well, I think, I mean, you could li- lead that into sharing of cultures, sharing of yeah, stuff in isolated areas that otherwise it's very unlikely that this information would get out, like mm-hmm. traditions and beliefs and i don't know something as simple as like somebody in the middle of nowhere in mongolia starts a cooking show on youtube that's with awesome. all these traditional dishes that maybe you're only in this tiny area that a few of them are known but mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't or language like somebody trying to teach a language to to somebody so
2: it's interesting because i think that, that cuts both ways actually so that can get introduced to the rest of the world but then when you're introducing their people to the rest of the world, there's a chance that like later generations lose that. You see what I'm I saying?
0: mean and it's it all gets mixed into true. a uniculture. Well, which is kinda like where America already is. But true, things true. can be preserved more easily if they're more accessible. Yeah. Hmm. And that's true,
2: but they like perhaps they're not taught as you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. they're art they're basically archived.
0: But there are people who, I mean, I, I can't think of a specific example, but I remember seeing stuff about it. You know, people who decide that they're going to rediscover, you know, th- their cultural identity and, th- you know, they start digging into things and, you know, starting to, to, to make things the way that they used to and cook the way that they used to and learning languages and belief systems because they want to rediscover that. And if we have the ability for people to share that, it makes that process easier down the line. Like if somebody decides, you know, in 50 years, maybe there's a small village somewhere that kind of lost its identity. Somebody's like, I wonder what we used to be like. And then they find this archive of information. They can rebuild it. And maybe it won't be the same exactly, but the spirit behind it is really what matters. Yeah.
2: I think at that point you would have a harder time convincing enough people to go along We'll be like, why? We have what we like. It's great. And I mean, I don't know. People, also, people will probably not believe you because they say it's on the internet. It's probably not true. That's true.
1: Fake news. Fake
2: news. Fake Which news. pivots us nicely. Yeah. Does.
1: So, with this uh, shrinking world that we have, and oh, sorry, that could be a new theory. The world's shrinking. Um, we're going to talk about flat earthers, their listeners. Uh, not necessarily the theory of flat earth, because that's just ridiculous, but the idea that. In 2019, um, people could honestly believe that this is a thing. Yeah, and why? Yeah, why? is it? Is it? We were talking about about this before the podcast, and maybe it's the fact that just no one knows what you can believe anymore. I don't know. What What do you guys think it is?
0: It's. I mean, part of it I think is the dissolving of the trust in like scientists and experts in their field. I can't really give you a specific reason why that started, Mm -hmm. but people are starting to see these experts and people who've studied years and, you know, dedicated their whole lives to these topics and be like, I don't believe you, just because they don't want to. And I don't know. I think it's dangerous to throw them all out just because it's just, they hurt your
2: feelings. It's just wild to me that. People will say, no, I don't believe you, you expert who has spent, you know, most of your adult life studying <laughs> things related to this, because I found this article on the internet that says that's wrong. Like, I did three hours of research, and that has told me that this is right.
1: Yeah. So You wanted to talk about research, too, a couple weeks back. Um, I'm just kind of throwing that at you. I'm trying to remember all what of I sudden. wanted to talk I don't know. about.
2: With research?
1: You said you wanted to talk about the remember. importance of research. But we don't have to talk about that now. You can figure it out and we can talk about it later. It's
2: probably in the same vein of just Oh, that's like what
1: I was thinking, yeah. So you what you just said reminded me of this quote I read the other day by uh, she's the former president of MIT. Her name is Susan Hockfield. Um, and she said this she said if we don't trust scientists to be experts in their fields, we have no way of making it into the future. And like she has she goes on to say a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, about just what are we doing if the scientists right, like, are like if we're just saying everything is politics and nothing is real, what are what are we doing? Like where are we gonna get facts from?
0: A lot of it has come from people just finding something that makes them feel good mm-hmm. and that just confirms their mm-hmm. own, you know, in their own beliefs, regardless of whether or not there's any real research behind it. Not this is not everybody obviously, yeah. but there there's big groups of people and it's growing. Who just like you know? I don't like the idea of this well, being the thing. So there's this some, makes me feel good. So it must be right.
2: There's something very psychologically appealing about being like the smartest person in the room, or like the person who's got it right when everyone has it wrong. Right? Like yeah, like, we all kind of want that a little bit, right? Like, or okay, maybe I should just speak for myself. Again. But like, <laughs> deep down inside, you kind of want that. You want to be like, no, I know what's going on. I don't believe what you yeah. what you're selling me. And so there's just that pull of it and it kind of like draws you in and you read things that on their face seem, you know, reasonably convincing, but don't hold up to logical examination. Problem is most people don't hit that logical examination part. And I think thinking back to the research point, I think that's what I wanted to talk about is like how important it is to figure out how to actually research things, like Mm -hmm. to learn those skills of to like, what is reliable information and what is not is, I mean, probably the most important skill you can have as a human being. That's not true.
1: No, but I know what you're saying. Like it's, it is an important thing. Like Like critical, critical thinking, critical thinking and like a good, like discerning information with just like, even like a
0: minute amount of taking information from various sources, compiling them, to find out the truth. And I mean, you can still do that and be wrong, but right. at least, at least you're clearly more open to the idea of that being wrong in the first place. Yeah, I guess it's
1: like that, um, that old college humor sketch where it's this lady comes to Google and she's like, I want anti-vaxxer I want vac- vaccines cause autism. Is what she says to him and he says, here's, you guys have probably seen the gif he's like, here's all the information I found that says you're wrong, and here's... And it's like one piece of paper. He's like, here's one that says you're right. She grabs one that says she's right, and, and she's like, I knew it, yeah. and leaves the room. Yeah.
2: That's, I mean, pretty perfect. Is
1: that what confirmation bias is? I, yes. Okay. Just making sure I was using that It's correctly. like you
2: b- Yeah, you believe something, and so you
1: uh,
2: Search out seek out and accept stuff that confirms it, and more easily dismiss stuff that mm-hmm. does not. So gross um, cognitive biases are, is a really fun dude we topic. should
1: have a whole episode we about have cognitive a whole biases. episode because i yeah. haven't got to talk about them since grad school and that sounds like a blast
2: yeah they're super fun and crazy but like the wild thing is about most cognitive biases is that you don't realize well th- that's what they are like yeah. you don't realize bias. That, that it is that you have it right because like once you realize you have them you can usually look out for them and correct for them somewhat unless you don't um, care well sure Some
0: people don't care.
2: I guess that's true. So, what are we talking about? Disinformation, confirmation bias, confirmation bias, cognitive biases in general. But
1: so you got these people that that believe that the Earth is flat, and you can literally present them with mountains of information, and then ask them on the flip side, like, "Hey, okay, prove me wrong," and they say, "I don't have to. You're just wrong." I don't know where to go with that, but
0: well, it, it, Pete, is there there are people out there who they it's it's gotten I guess to the point where they feel like they don't have to defend their point because I don't know I guess defending their point can lead to the possibility of then being wrong, and I don't know if they're consciously thinking that, but mm-hmm. if they defend it, they could be disproven, and they can't <laughs> have that.
1: I actually think that this are good. No, go on. I think that there's a big contingent of the Flat Earth movement that are just people who don't believe it but have jumped on board because they're like, ooh, I can make money off of these dummies. Oh, sure. And just go that route. I mean, you have that in every... Well, I
0: know a guy who joined their their website just to get their newsletter (laughs) because he thought it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. So there are people like that, too. I actually
2: think it Mm. resurged literally like as a troll like maybe from 4chan 4chan, maybe from somewhere else like that was the resurgence of it was Uh being like "Ah, i'd be hilarious if we argue that like what's the most ridiculous thing we could argue Mm -hmm. you know and get people to think we
1: believe it that does sound like something 4chan would do
0: well no i bet they found a guy like a a videos from a guy who actually did believe it yeah yeah, yeah, and then probably jumped on it like ran with it yeah
2: and then well, t- as always happens with 4chan trolls is like, it blurs the line between what you really think and trolling, and like, it just like merges this stuff together. <laughs> and then eventually people can't tell the difference. And then people start jumping on the bandwagon
1: following it. So like when they were like, Hey, let's ironically be white supremacists. And then they attracted real like, oh, white supremacists. wait,
2: We're just like a totally white supremacist. Yeah.
1: So Oops. No. Idiots. Yeah.
0: But um, then they think that's hilarious. Uh, some yeah. do. Some I do. The r- the real,
2: and it's just My like sad, self-reinforcing. the real sad ones. There's this, like self-reinforcing cycle. Uh-huh. So like, this is delving just shallowly into politics, but that's fine. we'll come back out. But so like the the Pepe thing, right? Where yeah. they said, you know, Pepe is a white supremacist symbol or Pe- whatever. For Pepe listeners, the frog. listeners
1: who don't know, it's the little green frog. It's been a meme forever. Yeah, that's, that's got like the crying
2: since like eyes the
0: early two
1: thousands. Yes. Yeah.
2: So the way it started was you had some four chaners mm-hmm. who were like. They agreed to be interviewed by some newspaper or some magazine and they're like, oh, let's troll this person and tell them the Pepe meme is a white supremacist thing. Yeah, it'll be hilarious. So they did that. The newspaper reported it. And then to like reinforce that more people started making those memes. Right. Yeah. Like the white supremacist Pepe memes and associating it with it. And so it just like locked itself into this loop where it actually did become that.
1: Yeah. Real white supremacists started saying, oh, here's a thing we can use. And yeah. Started using it, and then also the trolls were doing it, and so you don't know which was real right. and what wasn't exactly. And
2: so they're like, "Oh, this is hilarious," but then it just like reinforces, and it's a cycle that like builds on itself. Mm-hmm. So. Same thing
1: with the uh, the white power OK symbol. Yeah, like exactly. A group of four chan guys. I don't know how we got talking about four chan, but they they got together and they were saying, "Hey, let's make the OK symbol." You know, it looks kind of like a W and a P. We'll say it's white power, and that it always has been. And then people started reporting it and saying it was well like and then people news were news outlets but
2: then people were making the symbol more and more yeah that's to like, true to do the thing to be
1: like in on the cool kids club or whatever uh-huh and to
2: to troll liberals well that that
1: whole group of uh, there was a whole group of police officers that got basically not not fired but they got suspended because they were all doing the they weren't doing the okay symbol they were doing the like the look at my junk like then you get punched joke the one that's uh, been around since like since elementary seven. school, yeah, where you like make someone look at your hand like you're holding your wiener and then you punch them. Um, they all do that in the picture, and they all got suspended because someone reported it saying,
0: "Why are they all doing white the white power, power symbol. symbol?"
1: And it's not, and it never was. Like, it was hilarious. It was that joke, wasn't it?
0: Like they were doing it as that joke. What well, like, so made yeah. you look? I mean, I we weren't there, look. so
1: we
2: can't know which one they were doing,
0: right? Well, like, I, a
1: giant majority of them, a majority of the
2: guys came out and, came out so
1: and fought it. against. Them. They're like, no, 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 no. This is something else. What are you talking about? Um, but I mean you know they may have been
2: it could also have been like the one who suggested it was in on it you see true what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah yeah
1: so
0: I don't know but but the there's th- no way to know and that's what makes it right. so uh-huh. frustrating
1: have you seen the new thing that they're trying to do with the hashtag
0: no oh my gosh
1: it's hilarious it's not hilarious it's actually gonna be really frustrating if it catches on but right now it's like no, oh, it's dumb people the whole the whole reason it's funny is because people believe it but then once they believe it it's not funny
0: anymore. Because it becomes an actual thing, exactly yes. the flat Earth stuff.
1: That's true, yeah. So what they're doing is they're trying to say that the hashtag has always been a white white supremacist symbol.
2: Oh, the hashtag itself. Hashtag, yeah, because
1: it's like it looks like an H above an H, so hail Hitler.
0: <laughs> oh
1: my god! Oh. And there, they're someone on Four Chan, um, this, there was a whole like giant article about it last week. Hashtag, hashtag. Yeah, no, there, there's their argument was the person who made the post said. If we can get this to where people think it's a real thing, it will destroy Twitter. And that's what their end goal was. Because they'll, Twitter will have to either say, our system is based on a white power premise. Or they have and like figure out something new and completely revamp. Or they have to just go along with it and then like just kind of casually acknowledge it. And the whole thing is just ridiculous. And one of those things I'm like, I can see. That's it. one of those things I can't imagine anyone believing. But... <laughs> Said
2: that you know what? Flattered. Yeah, was about ten years ago. So,
1: well, they have they've been putting out a bunch of memes. Um, the one I saw that was the most like, just convincing was they they took a bunch of real gang signs, and then they took a bunch of like just like the hashtag, and they were pointing out like the similarities and like why this was so white power. They also took like a red background and a white circle and put just a hashtag in the middle of it, and we're just posting it on white supremacist sites. I they're don't just like they're, destroying anything everything yeah whatever they can whatever they can break you know
2: yeah
0: whatever they can break they're doing it it's great for no other reason than they just think it's fun
1: well the idea of like pranking people is funny you know yeah but it's like once it goes beyond that and it becomes like something that impedes others then it's no longer a prank and it stops being funny and it's like was it funny in the first place i don't know
0: and it's like dangerous things uh, it can lead to dangerous things like swatting Oh my God, that's the worst thing. Like that's, that's probably, which is technically like starting out as pranking. If if you, if you listeners don't know what swatting is, it 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 was a a thing that started on Twitch where somebody would, uh, you know, be doing a live stream. And I think it probably started with like somebody calling the cops on them for making up some reason. And it got to the point where people were ended up getting full SWAT teams busting into their house where they're live streaming People getting put in cuffs and taken down. A few people got killed or at least yeah. shot. A few
1: innocent people got killed. Yeah. There was uh, last year, no, year before last, 2017. Yeah, 2017. There was a Twitch streamer who someone swat, tried to SWAT him, put in the wrong address. And when oh, they called in the SWAT, they said, There is a, or our family's being held hostage. There's the guy with a gun in our house. So cops just break into the house and the. Dad sees someone breaking in, goes for a weapon, and sh- they shoot him.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and it was yeah. just like a, some guy. He was just as they be-
2: basically have to in that
0: situation.
1: Yeah, like I, I don't blame the cops for what they did. Right. Um,
0: and that guy got the guy who called him the SWAT and went to jail.
1: Yeah, he did. It was two two young men. Um, and the the streamer stopped streaming afterwards. He was like, "This isn't worth it." Um, yeah. and he, he did a video, and I watched that video. and It was very sad, like, talking about the family and how he just couldn't believe people would do this. But and it's it, it's insane.
0: And the action's illegal. I mean, it's not like it's... It's not quite the same because it's actually an illegal thing to do and it w- was already illegal to call in false reports. Right. False reports. But the fact that it became a trend... Yeah. Or what It was, was
2: just the, seen as like an extreme prank.
0: What was the one where people were like running ridiculous. up and like punching people from behind, like random people? Hmm? There, It was a, like a... I think it was mostly when Vine was a thing. Um, I don't know, man. I, don't know, I missed out on this. It, it was it was a prank thing where they do where they videotape somebody running up to some random stranger, and just like punching them in the head from behind and then running off. I feel like
2: there was some kind of trend with homeless people too. Yeah,
0: like assaulting homeless people and filming it. Yeah. But Whoa. I mean, it became a trend and people were doing it. Like kids were doing it. Huh.
1: Maybe this is why no one trusts information anymore. Maybe that's the whole reason because why people are terrible.
0: Because people suck sometimes. Well, no, it, nobody thinks about stuff anymore. Collaborate. Uh, it, it goes back to a whole critical thinking thing on research. People see something, they have a knee-jerk gut reaction to it. Either they like it or they think it's terrible, and they don't think about it beyond that. Like if somebody sees, like you know the You ever been to the subreddit Ate the Onion? Yes, Yes. I love it. That's the kind of thing where, you know, The Onion, if readers don't know, it's a satirical newspaper where they make up crazy stories about things and Mm -hmm. it's all fake. And, you know, I bet
1: most of our listeners know know what The Onion is.
0: I would would bet so. But it's fake. They never claim to be real. They claim it's all fake. So it's just satire. But there's a subreddit called Ate the Onion where somebody will post, you know, a picture of, an article and then somebody responding to that as if they think it's real. Right. And I feel like that's how a lot of people have been reacting now with either they're like, they see something fake, don't do any research on it. Like, Oh, I like that. That's awesome. You Mm -hmm. know?
2: Yeah. It's this, it's this weird dichotomy of like immediately believing or immediately disbelieving something. Yeah. There's no time to like take through and like actually think through it and you know look into it further it's just like an immediate reaction and that's what it is
1: yeah mm-hmm. so you guys ever you guys ever eaten the onion i n-
0: i know you and i definitely did mom one did time. That, before, that one time
1: uh i don't know about that i did the, the before i knew what the onion was i definitely did one time that's how i found out what the onion was well,
0: no, i remember one time i showed you and mom a video of like the Make-A-Wish Foundation kid who wished for Infinite Wishes. Yeah, that was you, the one. I believed it. You I didn't, I you didn't believed know what the Onion was. It. You both believed it. I
1: didn't know what The Onion was at the time.
0: And, and you were both freaking out. I them. was like, how are they doing this? This is crazy. And I was like, this is not, this, is, this isn't This is real. It's one, I thought it was funny. Uh, it's <laughs> one of
1: my most embarrassing moments ever. I love it. And then I, I learned what The Onion
0: was and I was like, oh, this is. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done it with The
2: Onion specifically, but yeah, with similar type stuff. Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I enjoy and also hate when you see people posting obviously Photoshop stuff on Facebook and then being like, are we going to let this happen? Like apparently I, I I saw, I'm not going to say who it was. I saw someone post something that was a clearly, clearly Photoshopped banner outside of a mosque that was like, we're coming for you, America. Like all the, like just these very racist things that like no Muslim was going to say, especially not in like, like like that you know like on a billboard um and the person was like see this is what i'm talking about and i was like come on like just do a little bit of digging like
0: any amount that leads us into the other topic i want to talk about which is the deep fakes because that's going to make this whole being discerning situation a whole lot harder <laughs> yeah with the fact that
1: Mm. And I think that was the last time we talked about deep fakes. I think that's what brought you up or brought you on saying that you wanted to talk about research was that exact topic. Yeah, the critical thinking Mm -hmm. type stuff. I interrupted you, though. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. Go ahead. Um, Well, because recently just the the idea of deep fakes has become more prevalent and easier because I think last time we talked about, you know, they can make a face that looks like anybody or that Uh it's just a fake person. They can do whole bodies now. They can take yeah, snippets of people's voices and, like, from yeah. various conversations and make them say whatever they want. They can. Well, actually, one of the big
2: things we talked about was there's a deepfake video of Obama out there already. Yeah. That was, like, one of the test ones, uh, which is terrifying. Um, but all that to say, like, I think it will come for celebrities first, right? People who have yes a lot of stuff
1: on tape. They're yeah. recorded
0: a lot of ways. Not
1: people who've done a podcast for the last 4 years. Oh no. They don't know what I look like. But they will soon.
0: <laughs> According to that other software that I saw. Oh yeah, that they can, can decode ap- it from my Apparently voice. find out what you look like from the sound of your voice. Ooh. I don't know how real that is or how much they input they need, but I genuinely
1: thought it they was actually was will be faked. able to find
0: out what I look like from Facebook and other online sites.
1: Yeah, there's no way
0: to not. And I mean, yeah. we're
1: such big influencers. I know, yeah. man. I
0: mean, we're I the voice know. of of a generation. At
1: least three generations, honestly. At least three. <laughs> At least. Um, dang it. I lost it. Because... I speak for the 1850s. <laughs> um, Dang it.
2: Ah. Um. Oh, I remember what I was going to circle back to. With the research point and the deep fakes, yes, that will make it way harder, like near impossible to figure out truth from fiction. But the big problem with people doing it now is that it takes time. It takes time and a lot of effort. Like, I remember having a Facebook getting dragged into a political discussion against my better judgment on Facebook. But You mean Thursday for you? Right. You know, every other Thursday, Josh. (laughs) Um, It's getting better. But it was, started talking about sources, right? And it's like, oh, you're going to believe anything from this source, but not anything from this
1: source. Ah. And mm-hmm. my
2: thought process was, I didn't spell this all out because it's on Facebook and it's on text, and no one ever read that block of text, anyways. Um, I don't, I don't trust a particular source mm-hmm. more than like that's not what I'm doing. When I read an article, I like try to think about what verifiable facts are there, and like what other facts I can check to to see if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, you're not, just, you're not just saying, oh, this is in the New York Times. It must be true. like You're reading what's there and saying, okay, I can see where they're getting this information and this person might be biased for what they're saying on this. Um, I can see this point, which sounds really good, but maybe it's too good to be true or whatever. So it takes a lot of work, like just reading literally any article. It takes a lot of critical thinking to figure out, okay, how valid is this? How much trust should I put into this?
0: Um, and I think it's, but I think it's fa- on Facebook
2: it boils down to, sorry,
0: there you go. On Facebook it boils down shut to, shut up, Seth. Oh,
2: you want this source, not this source. Yeah. When that's not it, it's like, no, I don't, I don't trust this article because it links to something that doesn't actually say what it says, what the article says it says. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's a big thing now. Like, I'll, I'll use a pop culture example. So, a week ago, there was a post on that I saw everywhere. I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Reddit. I saw it on Twitter, um, of this article going around saying that they were going to put the character Deadpool into the third Spider-Man movie, um, and that like it is it's been confirmed. And so I clicked on that article, and I did this because someone pointed it out. I didn't just like do it because I was a discerning right. genius, but someone pointed it out, and I wanted to see it for myself. But you click on the first article, and that is referencing a different article. So you click on that one, which is referencing a different one, which. It like it's rabbit holes back right. to one dude with no sources just saying, "Wouldn't it be cool if?" And then someone else aggregated that it's, it's, the internet. Somebody, game somebody,
0: of, somebody probably made an, a whole article about how it would be cool if they did. That. Yes, right. yeah. And
2: then the next article said, "Oh, did you see this? There's this rumor."
0: Or like, here's how yeah. they could do this, yeah. or so and, and so talking about doing it's this. The internet's version of the game telephone.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So, and. It happens with politics. It happens with But so with that, like that's
2: what I'm saying. Like if you have everything. the link, you should, when you're reading something on the internet, try and go find the original source of that. Yeah. Right. And then determine how trustworthy that original source is. But that takes so much time to like verify that stuff. And yeah. nobody does it. And you,
0: you literally can't do it for the, everything you read. The, I think that it's also kind of valid sometimes, and I'm not gonna say any specifics, but like there are some, you know, outlets or sources that you can probably dismiss because they have a track record yes. of doing that. Not saying that they don't put out real, honest stuff sometimes. They probably yeah. do. But it's just whenever... you know, uh, whenever,
2: whenever 90% of what they put out is misleading.
0: Or it, maybe yeah. not 90%, but they put out a huge number of it, right. and there seems to be very little oversight, then... Not saying you shouldn't research it. You still, if you if you want to read it, you should. Right. But you, but you should
2: be more skeptical.
0: Yeah. it's. I feel like being like, oh, I'm going to look for this article yeah, somewhere else um, and then do it from there.
2: I read this somewhere on the internet, but I like it a lot. So it kind of relates to confirmation biases too. But you know how there's like logical fal- fallacies, right? Uh-huh. So ad hominem is personal attack and there are other ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someone pointed out online, like, there's no fancy Latin term for the logical fallacy of Giving a known liar the benefit of the doubt, but that's still a logical fallacy. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone who has shown themselves to be untrustworthy over and over and over and over again, like, you should not immediately give their next statement 100% credence. Mm. So, but that's the
1: world we live in now. I have a super weird tangent that. Like, sure. You, s- you said something that. Do it. We're getting heavy here. <laughs> so it's really weird and, and not connected to this at all. You said something that I'm not going to go through the cognitive string of things that linked me back to this in sure. my mind, but did that's you guys always fun to try and reconstruct by the way? I, like, it, go ahead. My attention deficit disorder, man. I just, anyway. Um, okay. So did you guys see the theory that's been going around that the movie Zootopia, I told this way out of there was only constructed. So Disney could redo Splash Mountain to not be racist anymore. No, but I love it. What. Why? because Splash Mountain is based on Song of the South, which is, like, real racist.
0: Like, go and, back and
1: watch it. Or don't, actually. Just don't watch it.
0: Don't watch <laughs> it. Though, the the Brer Rabbit is probably the least racist part of that movie.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. But the whole point is they've tried really hard to, like, distance themselves from the fact that that movie ever existed, and this is the only remaining link to it, that and the song, Zippity-Doo-Dah, like, that, those two things. Um, and even Zippity-Doo-Dah, they don't, like, like, it's not played at Disney anymore because it references the movie. Um so Song of the South had, like you said, Brer Rabbit, which was, like, it's this old southern story about a rabbit that runs and hides in the briars from a it's fox. It's older than just Elwits, the Elwits South. Elwits the fox. Yeah, it's just a really old story. I mean,
2: yeah, that goes back to Africa
1: for sure. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Actually, that tracks pretty well. Yeah. Um, but the cartoon itself is, like, about a cartoon rabbit and a cartoon mm. fox. Um, and so what they've done now, and, like, they have a cartoon fox and a cartoon rabbit that look a whole lot like... The two from, ah, from Zootopia. Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: So, they updated it so they could say, see, this is a Zootopia reference. Yeah. I mean, I i just heard the theory that Zootopia was only made to try to, you know, prey on the furry market. <laughs> Great success. In a safe huge, way.
2: Huge, untapped market. <laughs> it's a goldmine. Um, I mean, really, the only thing you ever have appealing to them is cats, so...
1: He's talking about the play. The play. Oh,
0: <laughs> I was really confused. For <laughs> I, a second. I got where you cats, went with that. Cats the music. But one. I was enjoying okay. Seth, like, just watching his I face. I was like, kind of <laughs> <utter> <laughs> utter confusion. Out. I was like, what about cats?
1: So anyway, yeah. misinformation's out there. Um, and it's frustrating, and I'm not going to talk about why how it links to Song of the South and Zootopia in my mind.
0: Well, changing something to mean something else. Sort of, yeah. That was a part of it.
1: Um, so the last t- topic was going to be stem cells, Seth. Um,
0: well, sort of, sort of stem cells. Well, just, I guess, I, I just w- wanted to mention, I read... Seth
1: a r- is killing babies, is what we're doing, we're talking about. For their sweet, sweet stem cells. Um, he just rubs them on his face every night. Yep. So anyway. anyway <laughs> what were you going to say? Very revitalizing. Yes,
0: effort. yes. Uh,
1: I don't do that. Ignore the fact that he doesn't need to kill babies anymore because they can get him pl- placenta. He just enjoys it. It's mm-hmm. just his thing. It, it, Anyway,
2: yeah, we can we can start there with the disinformation surrounding disinformation. stem
0: cells. Yeah. It used to be that the only way for them to get stem cells was from fetuses or abor- at least abor- well, aborted, fetuses. aborted or, fetuses or like stillborn if someone wanted to donate. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, that was one of the big, you know, call outs against uh, doing stem cell research back in the day because mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, supported abortion. And since then, they've come up with all kinds of different ways to get stem cells that don't require that. Or they've had those cells since, you said, Josh, since like the 60s. No, that was it. But yeah, oh. those,
2: those cells like reproduce on their own. They, they, they figured can, out a they way to re- make them reproduce grow them. in a lab. Well, so, yeah.
1: And then there's no reason for people to even think about the abortion side anymore anyway because you don't, like they figured out, once they figured out you can get more stem cells from just discarded placenta than like any other means. There was no reason to do anything because we already throw away placenta ninety percent of the time. And they have ways after, to after get birth. stem cells Tom cruise people. They
0: have ways to get stem cells from adults. <laughs> You're gonna so, get sued, man. Uh edit that name out.
2: Except that famous actor that we all know who we're talking about who eats a placenta.
1: Yeah. Nom, nom,
2: nom, nom. What were you gonna say? Look up the South Park episode. <laughs> Don't <laughs>
0: Out. no do um but anyway like they can get stem cells from adults they're different though from what i understand the stem cells they get from adults are like basically like they could get blood cell stem cells they're already going to be blood cells blood but cells. they're not to a point where they, they would be rejected yeah by somebody which they can do that from adult tissue
1: but they're not as versatile no. as placental
0: stem and some cells. of them are harder to get like brain tissue stem cells but The article that got me thinking about all this is I saw two of them. One, there were some mice that were um, genetically bred to not be able to smell. Mm -hmm. And, like, they still had the genetic ability to smell. Like, not that they wouldn't smell bad, but they, you know. Don't have the capacity. I saw Josh laughing. That wasn't why I was be. laughing.
1: No, I was laughing at the fact that whenever Jameson gets a stuffy nose, he doesn't know how to say my nose is stuffy. He go, I can't smell. I can't <laughs> smell. <And> he like,
0: <laughs> freaks out. It's hilarious. Anyway. Anyway. That's my son, listeners. But they, um, they d- did this routine where they injected like some kind of slurry of stem cells and other stuff into their noses mm. over the course of however long. And it reactivated the genes to allow them to smell. And then they can smell now. And then there, were, uh, there was another one where they took a certain type of like brain stem cell, and injected them into the, into the brains of patients who had uh, strokes, uh-huh. into the damaged areas, and it rebuilt some of that tissue. And it didn't, you know, fully reverse the effects, but it gave them a lot of mobility back. And it, it it's a step in the right direction. And a lot of people still, I feel, have that stigma that they hear stem cells, they automatically assume.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got a historical yeah, bad fetuses. taste. Like, puts a bad taste in your mouth. If
0: you've, like, followed that at all in the
1: past. I interrupted Seth again. I keep doing that.
2: No, you're good. I was just going to say it's, like, the uh, the stigma, the connotation of it is just extremely negative. So, because
1: I remember... Can you scoot up just a little bit? Uh, oh, too much. <laughs> sorry.
2: Go. I was just reinforcing what you said. It's the connotation of the word, like, stem cells. People assume that it's nefarious in some way.
1: Yeah, yeah. What was the other thing? There was another one.
2: Because it was, is it, like, a stem cell research is allowed in the U.S. now? Because yeah. it, was, it was
1: banned for a long time. I don't think it's banned anymore. Let me double check that way you guys talk.
0: And if it isn't, it's probably because they have other ways to gather stem cells. And it's just its just too useful yeah. of, a, of a topic, like, outside of how they used to gather it okay. to do it now.
1: Federal law, no federal law ever did ban stem cell research in the United States, but only placed restrictions on funding and use under Congress's power to spend, okay. which is kind of the same thing, but not not exactly. There's a hair on the microphone. There, were, there, there was we... talk of banning
2: it, but yeah, so essentially absolutely. what they, th- the farthest it ever went was just saying the government will not fund this at
0: all. You can't use government funds for this. Interesting. Hmm. Which, I mean, I see, that's probably... You know the the future of a lot of this, a lot of medical treatments. I can, yeah,
2: I can't help but thinking of like Star Trek in Star Trek Four, where they go back in time, <laughs> oh, and Bones is just like, <laughs> "This is barbaric! You're drilling a hole in his head! What are you doing?" When he takes over the OR in that scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Star Trek. So good, but yeah, like it's
0: stem cells essentially help the body heal itself in some cases because mm-hmm. it gives. I mean, because the body can't produce just those blank cells anymore right and but it still knows how to utilize them and you put them in you put them in this area they're going to become that area
1: have you guys seen that whole thing about when you take an old mouse and you swap its blood with the blood of a young mouse like the old mouse starts acting young again
0: yes have we I talked not. about that
1: i feel like we probably talked about that on the podcast That's pretty wild and they're they've, they've done human trials and it's it's pretty effective if you take like a 19-year-old, and then do a blood t- full blood transfusion with, like, an 80-year-old. The 80-year-old acts like a
0: 60-year-old. And, like, physically just So, so Elizabeth Bathory not quite. had it correct. Yeah, except she was... Bathe ba- in the blood yeah. of the young. I
1: don't think that's exactly what was happening. <laughs> Did
2: you guys watch... Um, oh, what is it? Oh, my God. Clone clone
1: Club. What's that show? Oh what? No, he's talking about... Um, the TV show. That, black, that happens in the show. Orphan, There's like a,
2: Orphan Black. Orphan Black. There's, oh. like, a 80- to 100-year-old guy who, like regularly gets transfusions from young children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Orphan Black was a good show. It was super Never watched it. it. It went on a little bit too long for me, but it was still a good show. Uh, ended perfectly. It's great. Um yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna I want to talk about Orphan Black now, but we shouldn't. Uh and what's what? knee illusion Is that what they call it? What? Is that what that's actually called? I don't know, it's
2: I think pretty sure it's made up
1: for the show. But it's oh, like
2: okay. essentially the next step in human evolution and it's like people the are into evolution. like cyborg type stuff. And Bio-hack- biohacking. Biohacking is a thing. Biohacking, yeah. That's a so real that.
1: that's a real thing.
0: Like but for a while can do it. it was only like people putting like a USB in their fingertip or something. No,
1: that's not at all what biohacking is. <laughs>
0: I thought you were talking about, what am I thinking of? I don't know. People were doing that, like modifying their bodies with weird technology. Biohacking isn't that, though.
1: Biohacking is a health thing where you like... Really? Yeah, like you maintain your... I don't know. I can't think of anything now all of a sudden. Um, Like if you didn't have enough triglycerides and you were like doing something to make sure that that stays at a certain level and you're monitoring it constantly. Like uh, they have these monitors now that you can wear that constantly regulates... uh, Not regulates, I'm sorry. Um, monitors your like blood glucose level, your ketone level, your um, blood pressure and it's like literally inside of you like and you're reading it on your phone. Yeah. It's like plugged into you and yeah. transmits like
0: data. That would be really bad for me. I would get obsessed.
1: That's what a lot of them say. They get like, really obsessed. I would with it. Mm, Yeah,
0: I just know that that would cause me more stress than it would
1: my pH balance is off. It would
0: freak me out.
1: Um, or people that will like like blood doping is a type of biohacking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Know that uh Lance Armstrong was doing that.
1: Mm. If you really think about it, so any kind
0: of medicine else, I
2: know, but he got caught. If you really think about it, any kind of medicine is biohacking
0: in a way. True. True.
2: Going real deep here.
0: What about I mean, what about is. like when I when I like eat a banana and it gives me energy? Is that Bio-hacked. biohacking? <laughs> Biohacked.
2: Um The new series. Coming take.
0: <laughs> it's just a guy who like Eats and jogs. <laughs> or just a guy taking care of himself.
1: <laughs> um Did you guys hear that when I think it was so Lance Armstrong got caught and to give right. it to the next person who had if you wanted to give like that race that he was stripped of, well all the races actually, but the, the yeah. main the main one that he was stripped of. You wanted
2: to give that title to the next person in line. That
1: yeah, that was clean, you'd have to go like twenty people back. Yeah. So who cares? And there
2: was, I, I can't remember when it was, but at some point there was a list of like the past, I want to say like 20 Tour de France champions and all but two names were struck out from doping
0: mm-hmm. allegations. I, I think blood doping, I don't know. To me, that doesn't seem like it should necessarily be banned because you're just putting your own blood back into yourself.
1: Yeah, but you're still giving yourself an advantage that other people who aren't doing that.
0: Just make it mandatory. <laughs> We need to have a mandatory uh, steroids-only baseball league, football league, all of it. Please stop hitting the table. I'm but sorry. I take your point. That would be... You know how awesome those games would be? People hitting, like, 60 home runs in a night. They have I like, thought you are going to say a year they'd because have that's one. Like, they'd have, like, they eight bases because that's what they'd require for these, like, crazy monsters to actually <laughs> run. Fields are... A thousand feet long, yes, as opposed I, to like three
1: I want this, yeah. You ever looked into? I wish Nathan were here, man. Oh, god, Nathan, I need you to be here to talk about this. Have you ever looked into uh, bodybuilding competitions that allow steroids versus don't?
0: No, hmm. no,
1: it's just pretty interesting that they um, that they exist at all. But like the, the guys who are in like the fit and natural competitions, that there's still people that get caught using steroids right. in those competitions, but they're supposed to be clean. And then the ones that where there are no regulation, like the difference in the way the bodies look is insane. Like you have. Yeah, I believe it. You ever seen that picture of the like crazy Whippet that had like muscle growth disorder? It looks like that, but people. That's horrifying. They look like clouds. Like they're just bumps, just lumpy people walking around.
2: So I think I saw a gif on Reddit one time where they like, I don't know, put like a kick me sign on the bodybuilder's back. He put a piece back? of tape and he couldn't piece get of it off. Yeah, and he like, literally could not reach it because his muscles were too big. Because he can't
1: bend his arms that way? Yeah. Oh, man. His muscles were too big.
2: He couldn't get it from either
1: side.
0: <laughs> it's amazing what people can do without st- steroids, though. Like, you look at the strongman competitions because they're, oh, yeah. they're very, like... The human body's amazing. What? Aren't they tested pretty strictly? Mm-mm-mm. No, oh, Did Josh just turn is, into a teacup. Is Hapthor Bjornson?
1: I'm fairly certain is on all sorts of steroids. Oh, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, listeners tweet at me. The mountain, but I'm fairly certain that like the world's strongest man doesn't have any regulations on steroids. Oh, that's unfortunate. I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong, but I don't think I am.
2: Oh, that takes me. Since we talked about the mountain, that takes me back to a mountain joke I had back when we were talking about flat earthers. Can I throw yeah. it in now? Yes. So Josh said you can give them mountains of evidence, and my joke was, like, literally take them to the top of a mountain and show them <laughs> the curvature of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we, uh,
1: one of the guys in my D&D group, um, shout out to Strawberry Regret, um, one of them posted a picture of uh, some lake that has, um, like, power lines going out to an island, yeah. and you can literally see the curvature of the earth as the power lines go out. Yeah. And it's still, people are just like, I saw that. Yeah. it's yeah. all flat all flat. i can see the curvature of the earth from mount scott when i went on vacation with mary last weekend like we went to the top of mount scott which is not even a mountain it's just a big hill and you could still see like that the earth is curved quiet josh it's oklahoma's only mountain it is a mountain you know what the most oklahoma thing in the world is by the way oklahoma the fact that you can't tornadoes <laughs> that there's no trails like no nature trails to get up to mount scott you have to walk up a paved road and when you get to the top there's a freaking parking lot
2: i was about to say or drive up to it
1: you can't drive it anymore oh you can't no it's hmm. been closed for a while now um, I don't know why. They say infrastructure reasons, but it looks fine. Yeah. But I got to the top, and I was thinking, like, I've never been to the top of Mount Scott, so I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, I got up there, and I was like, oh, it's it's a parking lot. There's a parking lot up here. This is the most Oklahoma paved, thing.
2: Paved paradise. Put up a parking lot, Josh. <laughs> um, uh,
1: Oklahoma. It just, it just annoyed me. Like, I, I get it. Not everybody. It makes sense. It does. Like, not everybody's able to physically climb up the mountain, like, walk up the mountain. Yeah. So you need to be able to let people park up there, and if there's events and stuff, I get it. But like the whole top is paved, yeah. Literally the entire top. It's just like a a like flat, just parking lot, with a little green thing in the center, a little green strip. And you guys, I mean, you guys have been up there, you know. I think you've been up there. You have to, right? It's been a
0: long time, but yeah,
1: just made me mad. Uh, what was cool though was we we hiked to the forty foot hole where we used to go rappelling with the Rangers, and that was rad because like it had just rained so much. And so, like, you guys remember how there was kind of like these, like, they st- looks like giant stairways? Yeah. Th- those were just Failing. like huge waterfalls. It, mm-hmm. was am- it was amazing. So, anyway, <sighs> we've gone an hour. Do you guys want to call it quits? And
0: Yeah, I got to get going here in a few. I got to have dinner Fine. with my in laws tonight. Fine.
1: Fine. Get out of here folks thanks for listening to black mesa radio we are the flagship for the black mesa radio network so we've got another show coming out soon called moms that wine no moms who wine right moms right. who wine
2: moms and wine
1: are involved moms who wine sorry ladies moms who wine i'm gonna edit that out w-i-n-e <laughs> moms and
2: wine M- mm-hmm.
1: moms drinking wine that's what it's called no moms who wine it's a new show uh with Mine's drinking uh, moms sorry chase's wife seth's wife my wife uh and then Seth occasions- wife. yeah sorry that's not what signs Bearded right. Seth, uh, and then occasional guest Andrew, his wife Wendy. Um, so they get together and they talk about mom stuff, and they drink some wine, and they have a pretty good thing going. I've edited two episodes for them so far, and then once they get episode three in the bag, which they're going to record right after we get done here today, Revenge of the Moms. Revenge of the Moms. Um, I'm going to. They're going to let me post episode one, and so by the time this episode
0: is posted, they'll.
2: You will have episode one. Yeah. So go download it we'll and listen. Yeah,
1: listen. So you
2: can find great review, five stars only.
0: That's true. Please get out of here. Or we will find you.
1: Uh, You can find us and Who Wine on iTunes, uh, not Spotify. Sorry, we're not big enough yet. Do you guys know that?
0: I tried to get us into Spotify. Really, us? Not big enough?
1: (laughs) I don't like that self-deprecating humor, Seth. Um, We're great, Uh, but you can find us on any pretty much anywhere, like Google Play, stuff like that. So, like Seth said, give us some
0: give some positive vibes, man. Yeah, helps us out. It does so yeah and it in turn helps you out to get better content sure help us yeah. help you yeah help us <laughs> <laughs> to help you help us to help us get sponsors yes uh are you, you listening, guys
1: are audible yeah audible where you at we all use you um uh, you guys got anything else no no bye, bye folks have a good one